KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, presented by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company. Schleider Painting, here's your host, Scott Mosby, on KMOX. All right, welcome to Lunchtime, KMOX, middle of the country. If you're within five states of St. Louis, you can listen right now. At night, you can get, you know, halfway around the world with this AM signal. There's some incredible stories about landing uh, from Scott Air Force Base in the city of London and listening to Cardinal Baseball. Stay tuned. We've got playoffs this afternoon, 308 here on KMOX. With me now, I have Randy Pantano of Helitech. Very patient. Uh, ran out of time. We had Randy before him and tale of two Randys here on KMOX. Mr. Pantano, good morning and welcome. Good morning, sir. Welcome. Sorry, I ran out of time in the hour one, but uh, we got up against the top of the hour, mon frere. Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. So tell me, Randy, what's uh, what's cooking out there? You started getting into it before I uh, ended the time. Uh, w- tell me, what's cooking? Yes, well, we're loving all this rain. It's uh, showers of <laughs> blessings for Heel Attack with all this dry weather we've had here lately. The ground has shrunk up quite a bit, as you can imagine, and uh, the ground has pulled away from the house and shrunk and allowed more cavities for water to come in and have basements leak and cracks leak and leaks that, that they haven't had before have now shown and manifested themselves. So the Phones are ringing, and Heeltech is busy. Oh, well, you were busy not long before here, Randy. I mean, did you ever get a break? Not not this year, to tell you the truth. It's been a, been a record year for Heeltech uh, with, the, with the rain. Really so when is. the trees start looking good and the colors and the flowers and the lawns greening up, uh, Heeltech's pretty happy one way or the other, huh? That's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we love extreme weather. Real wet or real dry, that's good for our business. <laughs> Randy, when you come into a home, uh, you, you know, hello, Mrs. Smith, I'm here. You know, what can people expect uh, on the process with you and Helitech coming in? And, and you know, how, what do you do first? How does that all go? Yes, yeah. Uh, first, you can expect a very thorough, uh, honest inspection inside out of the house. Uh, both your problem and potential problems that may be in your house, uh, both structural and water and uh, concrete leveling as well. Uh, so we, we will give you a very thorough, honest inspection inside and out to sum it up, Scott. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for trouble. I mean, people that typically sometimes they want to take you right to it, and it's like, well, yeah, that's part of it, but, you know, there may be something indirect causing this. So, yeah, I appreciate that thorough inspection. Yes, that's correct. There's yeah. a reason why there's cracks, and we've got to give you not only the, the problem but the solution. Yeah, sometimes there's more than one reason for those cracks, I understand. I've learned from Helitech on these visits. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Tell me, Randy, oh, how much um, concrete leveling of the polyjacking have you been doing with all this uh, foundation work? Uh, we have three trucks going on a daily basis and still backlog uh, four to six weeks uh, oh, with concrete head. leveling. So there's quite a bit of that. It's it's very economical, about a third of the cost of replacement. Uh, the concrete all matches when it's done versus a replacement, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Uh, of course, with new concrete, there is no warranty other than Get in hard and crack, as they say in the business. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And nobody will steal it for sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, maybe you can help me. I had uh, somebody here in hour one that had bought a house about 30 years ago, uh, built in the 50s, and they were having a sewer gas smell, and it happened, you know, so his drain tile was working successfully. But uh, I wasn't sure how to uh, take that. Uh, but the smell was happening when the rain, rain happened. I hope you can help me with some or give me some ideas on better how to help Russ, who called in hour one. 
Any yeah, ideas? Yeah, that that is a little puzzling. I I did hear hear it as well myself. Uh, I don't know if a dehumidifier would help, but I know in a city, I don't know where it's located at. In the city, you have the storm sewers and rainwater all together, and so that may have something to do with it. But it's a, uh, uh, I think you were on the right track with some type of uh, of cloggage there or ventilation. You know, like you would need with a toilet being vented to the roof of the house. I'm I'm curious to see if everything is vented properly. Yeah, I haven't thought I hadn't thought about the city and the combined uh, storm sewers and uh, sanitary sewers. That's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that just yeah makes it even more imminent there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Well, what's up for you this afternoon? Are are you off uh, running to work still as well? Uh, I've actually, fortunately, uh, have going to the Hill Tech seats at the ball game this afternoon. Yeah. Oh, tough duty, <laughs> brother. Oh, it's yep. a, all right. Well, uh, all the listeners, how many of us get to go along with you? Uh, all can listen. It's free. <laughs> all can listen. Good answer. Hey, Randy, what's the website and phone number? How do we get in touch with you and Helitech? Yes, it's helitechonline.com, and the, the phone number is 1-800-246-9721. That's helitechonline.com. Will you stick mm-hmm. around? I've got a foundation question coming up here. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Why don't we get into this here, see if we can plug in and, and talk to Chris this morning uh, and see what's happening here on line three. Uh, good morning, Chris. Scott Mosby and Randy Pintano here. How can we help you? Good morning. Yeah, I, uh, I'm out here in Villa Ridge, and I have a house built back in the 60s, and I'm told that it's a hand-dug basement with a full depth and about 15 by 15 area, and the rest is about a five-foot deep uh, crawl space. Well, um, the bedroom doors and stuff kind of tend to get uh, stuck at parts sometimes in the year, and other times they're not. There's big cracks in the foundation, and I was trying to figure out what kind of options I would have with that if I could, like, put in some some bars or beams and then support them with plates on on the crawl space, dirt. It's very solid, so... Anyway, I'm just kind of trying to figure out what the best options are for me. Well, sometimes it's not doing anything, but if this was hand-dug in the 60s and you're describing it as it is, this sounds to me kind of like a do-it-yourself foundation situ- situation, and I think Randy Pantano is going to have more to say about this than I will. Randy, any suggestions? How can we help uh, Chris here? Yeah, I would question, uh, Scott, even if it has a footing. Uh, a lot of times we run across that, it doesn't have a footing or certainly not the proper size because there was uh, no code followed back then, of course. Uh, but right. it certainly uh, sounds like a, a good inspection for Helitech to come out and look at uh, as far as if we can save the foundation uh, structurally with uh, supports or, uh, as the caller said, with, uh, Chris, that we can support the floor as well with uh, so support beams and, and uh, new new beams under the crawl space. So yeah, really needs to be looked at, but uh, there are two ways to be sorted. The outer walls are the, the inside floor as well with the center beam like you would have on a basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Chris, well, I, I, think I you're uh, need a house you have call. online. I'm sorry. I think you're going to need a house call. Somebody needs to come visit. Uh, I would certainly uh, start with Helitech. See how you're going to address this thing. Frankly. Okay, so I can go online and uh, set up an appointment. Is what it sounded like. That is correct. Yes, you can go online, and uh, I would be glad to come out there. Uh, I'm Randy Pantano, of course. Uh, and very familiar with the area. It's it's a real plastic saw out there in uh, yeah. Ridge, Washington. Yeah, sure. uh, it's a, <laughs> not too good of an area there. 
Uh, and okay. your foundation is very shallow, so you're going to be more affected by seasonal changes. Okay, that sounds great. I appreciate the help. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Chris. Thanks for the call. And, Randy, that brings forth a pretty good thing, um, topic that you know the various geological areas. So, you know, Villa Ridge has this kind of soil, and Kirkwood has that, and the town called Claytown, Clayton has clay soil. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, that's kind of um, something you bring to the table with Helitech. Yes, yeah, I pretty much know the zip code areas. You, for example, you mentioned Clayton. You got Claymont subdivision in West County. That's a, a very bad area. It just it simply starts at west. Really, these plastic soils, and the farther west you go, the worse it is. As wow. far as uh, St. Charles, Warrington, Troy, uh, and, and those areas, and then there's some more areas that are more susceptible to high water tables, such as Florissant and Kirkwood. Uh, so we, after being in business so, over 32 years, we certainly know the. The areas that are more susceptible to foundation and water issues. All right. Well, Randy, will you stick around a little bit? We're going to take a short pause. Look forward to it. Mm -hmm. Roger. Randy Pantano, Helotech. He's going to stick with us here most of the hour on KMOX. Stay tuned for more here on University of KMOX. Now back to the Helotech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, we are live and lively here. Randy Pantano of Helitech in studio with us. Phone lines for you, 314-436-7900, 436-7900. Toll free anywhere on the globe, 800-925-1120. Uh, let's see what's cooking with my friend Laura. Laura, good afternoon, and how can we help you here on CamWax? Hi, um, I was just talking with some neighbors the other day, and I found out that the St. Louis County, um, you know, regulations for buildings doesn't allow rec rooms above garages anymore. Can you tell me why? Um, I don't know the direct why. The issue that happens is the uh, there's a couple of things. There's fire separation. Garages are very prone to, um, you know, uh, gasoline fires, automobile fires, fumes, uh, problems with that. Uh, sometimes there are heating and cooling units that are installed and because of the pressures. So the fire threat is number one. Uh, number two, uh, if it's not properly built, uh, as in if you're building a new home, it can be engineered to where the floor joists are properly sized. Um, that may be it. I can't speak directly to why they are no longer allowing it. I will say that if you don't have the proper structure, which we find very often at Mosby Building Arts, you know, we'll go in to finish off a second floor in the house and the garage. Uh, that's it. Now, one thing that may be true uh, is pull down stairs over garage. So storage in garages are no longer allowed because people will put up um, drop-down stairs without properly um, reinforcing the floor structures. So in terms of attic storage above the garage, that I know is a load and structure problem. They just don't allow it because most everybody just sticks in stairs and don't do anything to the structure. Can okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, it's. It, I don't know that they don't allow finished rooms. They don't allow poorly built, understructured anythings. So I think okay. that may be your interpretation. But I do know storage-wise, they're kind of ruthless on that because it's so often done incorrectly, and there are collapses, there are problems, and you know, then you get, you know, who built it and who? You know, why didn't you inspect it? And there were no permits. Right. And so I can see the county saying, "Wait a minute, we've got nine out of 10 problems coming from collapsing ceilings from stuff we didn't get a chance to inspect or permit. So on and on Uh and on. I got you. Okay. Thank you very much, Scott. Enjoy your show. You bet. Thanks for the call. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Randy, uh, one other thing here, I appreciate your sticking around for this hour, and I promise I'll unchain you here in a little bit, but uh, as you go through the various parts of uh, Missouri and Illinois, how far does Helitech serve in this area? Well, we actually uh, co- have five offices, Scott, one in Caseyville, uh, Illinois, Lincoln, Illinois, Marion, Illinois, and all the way out to O'Fallon, Missouri, and Columbia, Missouri, so we would go three, four hours away, no problem. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. When you have the right yep. stuff, uh, you get invited to lots of places. Yes, huh? even the Quad Cities we're at. Now, uh, a lot of people don't understand the the reach of Helitech and the commercial uh, people who build highways, some of our, you know, stadiums. Tell a little bit more about, you know, just how um, deep the services uh, are offered at Helitech. Yes, we've even done the underground support for Ballpark Village, as you just mentioned. Now we do it stadiums. We've got a huge commercial side of Heel Attack. Uh, and for for example, we are we're on track to do over over forty million dollars this year alone in Heel Attack, both commercial and residential. So we do a lot of underground uh, type of commercial peering as well as residential. So well experienced in all areas of structure repair, uh, both commercial and residential. Yeah, so if uh, if uh, a homeowner thinks that Helitech doesn't have the experience, think again. You're you're mm-hmm. doing it for bridges and stadiums and uh, ballpark village, et cetera, et cetera. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Randy, one more time. I, I think I'll promise to un- unlock you here. Yes. How do we get in touch with you and Helitech? You can reach us at helitechonline.com or 1-800-246-9721. All right. Hey, Randy, I'm going to turn you loose. I appreciate your stopping yes. by today. Yes, thanks for having us on. Mm-hmm. All right. Randy Pantano, Helotech, 800-246-9721. Let's next get up and see what's cooking with my friend Larry. Larry, good afternoon. How can I help you there, my friend? Thanks for your service. Uh, yes, glad to finally get a hold of you. I've been, I started this project. I had this back porch area. It was a screened-in area. Uh-huh. And the guy that had built it had spanned the roof. It's uh, almost a flat roof, but it was like a 14-foot span, and he used two-by-fours. Oh. So, of course, that wasn't working, so then he scabbed on a whole bunch of other two-by-fours with the <laughs> hope and a prayer for that would work. Anyway, it was all rotted out, so I decided I was just going to rip it all out and uh, redo it, and I had a carpenter friend of mine help me out. We tore it out, and halfway through, the uh, I guess the county drove by and put a stop work order permit on me, so I got them involved now, and so which is a good thing, I guess. It's kind of slows me down a little bit, but at least it's going to be done right. And I had the right. guy before me had one. I wouldn't be dealing with, with this at all. But the, the problem I have right now is uh, instead of the two-by-fours, I ran uh, two-by-eights across there for my uh, roof rafters, and I put a purlins across, and then I put a metal roof on there. Uh, mm-hmm. I already had to redo the metal roof because – 
Well, my carpenter friend is a master carpenter. My roofer friend isn't a master roofer. <laughs> so I've already had to redo that and redo the transition from my roof to the metal roof. Okay. And uh, had the inspector come out for a rough-in inspection, and he's saying that I need, uh, I should have had a moisture barrier under that metal roofing. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking that, you know, I got two by eight rafters. If I put six inches of insulation up there, there's no way I'm going to get any condensation up there, but also know you can't ever let common sense override a regulation. So my question is, do I have to tear that metal roof off again? Or I heard that there's like some type of spray that I might be able to apply to that. Do you know uh, anything about that? Uh, yeah, the moisture, the issue underneath the metal roof is metal roof is, is a lap seam or, you know, the various types. Moisture and water do get past every roofing, whether it's shingles, you get blowing rain. You can get rain in St. Louis going up underneath a three-tab shingle. You can get it certainly up underneath metal and around the seams and the edges. Uh, so the issue for the regulation is there needs to be some sort of a slip joint second line of protection when you use a metal type roof so anyway that's kind of the important part okay okay so cool. the issue is i think you're going to have to do this from the top down i don't believe you can control some of that from the underside but i don't think it's going to comply with what you need um with the county i, I would ask them specifically what that mm -hmm. is uh but you're okay. kind of I would start with the county, and that's where plans come in, uh, and you know the the drawing specifications as well as the inspection. Right. So, all right. Well, thanks for your help. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, you're exactly right with that, uh, Larry. If if the guy before you had gotten the permit, so again, it's more the county wants to know is like plan your work and work your plan. So what they're inspecting is, do you have a good plan? Okay, then did you follow it? And if you have neither a plan, neither and not a permit, and then you didn't follow it with, like the guy before you, you're stuck right. holding the bag. So my right. apologies on that, but you're kind of in for yeah. the duration. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm in it now, so <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah, I would go back to the county and uh, go to the plan review and ask for help and say, tell me what I need to do here, because they will help you and they know the answer. They're pretty busy, so it's hard to get that. You can't just necessarily do it with the inspector right there because of the schedule and number of people he's got to get to in a day. Right. So I would start and say, look, I need help. I, I want to get this right. Will you help me? And okay. they will. Great. Thank you. Okay, Larry, thanks for the call. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, Camoex. Stay tuned. In about 15 minutes, we're going to have the Wizard of Oz on Camoex here. Stay tuned for more Home Improvement du jour right now on University of Camoex. Scott Mosby standing by. We'll be right back. Now back to the Helitech Waterproofing Home Improvement Show, sponsored in part by Schleider Painting and Home Improvement Company on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. All right, Scott Mosby here. I promised in uh, earlier in the show that we were going to talk about some design ideas. How do you go about getting things done? Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to do a kitchen or a bathroom, there's some design and color and products. Uh, you heard Larry just before talk about, well, I, you know, the county came back and said I need this and that. and a per I mean, they can stop the work because their responsibility is making sure that what they're 
protecting in the fire district and the new buyers of your home, the next owner and owner and owner after that, can reasonably re rely on that home to be safe and properly built. So that's why their permits, that's why their inspections, that's why their plan reviews and all that sort of thing. Uh, and in outlying areas, when there were not those areas, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, Doug and, and DIY basements, as in Chris and Villa Ridge, you know, it just, uh, it causes a life cycle cost of a structure to be inordinately high. So get it right the first time is what it's really about. When it gets to kitchens and bathrooms, when you're looking to update something and you're really not ready for a full-on remodel, but you're not sure, you can start with the simple things. For example, one study done about 15 years ago found that Almost 9 out of 10 remodeling projects started with one, and, and pretty good comprehensive remodeling projects started with one thing. Can you guess what that is? Well, it comes down to just dissatisfaction. I want something more. I want to, a coat of paint. A coat of paint. You start by painting the room. That's not enough. Well, we need some furniture. You put some furniture. Oh, no, that's not enough. You need a floor. Yeah, the floor. Then that's not enough. And then you go ahead and you put, it's like, you know what? We need some new windows. Well, if we're doing new, maybe we need a little more room here. And, you know, how, on and on it goes. So you either back into this remodeling project out of sequence, spending an enormous amount of money doing and redoing, or you start in from the very beginning and figure out what is it we want. And that is a design process, which starts with what is it we're trying to do. So in a kitchen, it might be updating appliances. If you're looking at faucets and sinks, the worn out mechanics. If you're looking at that, do some soul searching before you start replacing parts. Is this really going to make me happy? In two years from now, will I still be happy with just a new faucet? Or if the answer is yes, you're done. Uh, but if it's going to be, well, then I'm, these appliances are pretty tired. So let's do some appliances and faucets, maybe a sink, you know. And the, you know what? Uh, the countertops need some attention if we're doing that. Oh, oh, what about the, oh, the cabinets won't hold granite? Now I, on and on you go. So just I, I, I caution you, start slowly and make sure you go through the design process which is searching what do I really want what am how my how far do I want to go and how far will get me done uh, so just uh, look at that you know some of the information is available on our callmosby.com c-a-l-l website you're welcome to get in we've got blogs and photos if you're looking for how to do shopping and colors and all of that you're welcome just use our website it's there for you and you can find out more and that is is call Mosby, M-O-S-B-Y dot com. Uh, let's go to the phone, see what's happening with my friend Ed. Ed, good afternoon. Welcome to KMOX. How can I help you, my friend? Uh, uh, afternoon, phone. Scott. Yes, I'm glad you took my call. I have this laminate flooring laid down in our family room, uh -huh. and it's been down for probably over a year, and it seems like the pieces where the pieces come together mm -hmm. are starting to raise up. It's almost like somebody took a hammer and pushed one piece into the other one too far, and it's kind of like making a ridge there. Yes, what sir. would you suggest? Would you suggest taking that out? Can I sand it down and try to refinish it, or what's the best way? 
Well, I know exactly what it is, why it's happening. You're likely not going to like my answer of what to do about it, Edward. Um, That laminate is a composite very sensitive to moisture changes. Uh, This happens with hardwood floor, and it happens with laminate floor. So whether it's a composite or real wood, moisture makes wood expand. And that's exactly, so your description, it looks like somebody's just pushing them together until they, that's exactly what's happening. The culprit cause, the origin of this problem is moisture, and it can be just sheerly humidity from likely a crawl space underneath or a... Exactly, yep. Yeah, if you're over a crawl space, I would have advised against a laminate floor, period, because most of the crawl spaces just can't handle their own moisture. Okay. Okay. So, so, I, so this gets back to my comments about design starting out with a good flooring or, or advisor on some level, even if you're doing it yourself. Um, so I think you've got a misapplication of products. Unless you have a really dry basement floor, and even if you're over concrete, uh, we at Mosby challenge you whether or not you can use a wood or laminate floor in that area at all. Okay. Okay. So... Your suggestion on what to do is take it up. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, and don't put down wood. Uh, you have a problem of moisture in the crawl space. That's the disease. That's the cause. Uh, it will play havoc with every kind of natural or wood-like material. So your choices are vinyl, uh, carpeting, uh, even ceramic tile. I would uh, advise against because your floor structure, your plywood, is going to get bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller due to moisture okay. as well. There. Okay. Okay. So you got your hands okay. full. Okay, I appreciate it, Scott, and you have a good afternoon. Thank you, and good luck to you. No, thank you. All right, bye. And, and sometime, you know, we had a caller uh, in hour one uh, about a wet um, um, drywall next to her fireplace brick, and it's the brick being wet and all. You know, well, we can fix it for $40,000. You can repaint it every, you know, too many times, every three or four years for, you know, a, a minimal cost. So sometimes the fix, the cure is greater than the than the problem. And, and this is one with a, a crawl space. It's very important. If you got a crawl space and it's just a damp wet place you have to regrade the yard you have to make sure your moisture's out so you need heel tech to come in and put in a crawl space liner dehumidifier all that stuff or just pick a floor that's suitable with that uh you know and that would be an artificial fiber carpet um probably minimal not really much pad but something that doesn't hold and and mold easily uh even better than that would be a vinyl floor so that would be a good choice for ed um also we had a a question from laura in this hour that was uh why doesn't st louis county allow a a dormer finish above a garage well it wasn't the dormer it was storage as i understood it uh and the problem is people just start putting a few things up in the attic of the garage because it's open then they close it in for a nicer garage which is all just fine and then they put in a drop down stairway it's the drop down stairway or the access to that attic when you put a ceiling in the attic that is verboten because what it means is i can go up there and put a whole bunch of stuff uh and that's the problem is uh, that people uh as you and i uh we're used to having basements storage uh and we put things back in the rathskeller you know that's kind of a midwestern german term but we store stuff 
And that's what goes up in the attic, and that's what St. Louis County say. No, boy, don't put that stuff up in the attic. We're just not going to allow those drop-down stairs. That's the reason why. Um, so anyway, there we go. Uh, I also uh, promised to talk a little bit about walk-in showers. Uh, as you get into bathrooms, please, please, please think forward, see the future, um, you know, uh, get forward, you know, at whatever age you are, you know, if you're a newlywed, it, it's probable and possible that your family might grow. Will this house carry us? And if so, how many years do we think we can stay? Uh, before you start doing whatever um, improvements, kind of life cycle play in that structure. Uh, if you're uh, in your 50s and the kids are starting to leave and it's finally back to being your space again, think about, well, how long am I going to be in this home? What do I want the rest of my life to look like from an, a housing area? Do I want to stay in this area? Is this house too much, too little? Uh, do I want to fix it up? So the pros and cons of a walk-in shower get to accessibility. About 83% of Americans want to stay in their home, according to a research done and reported by the AARP, American Association of Retired People. Well, you know, that's just as we get older, do our bodies stay the way they are? Well, I don't know. I get slower every day, by golly. And just uh, tying my shoes becomes a bigger issue. At any age, every day is new. So again, think through, do I like stepping over that bathtub? If not, how long can I do that? Am I willing? A lot of times it's not about ability. It's about comfort and, re and, and assuredness that I can take care of myself. So anyway, look into those. Accessibility is an advantage. Easy to clean. Uh, sometimes you can hose down a zero-entry shower. Uh, there are no barriers, no curbs, no stepovers. It's oftentimes a spa-like fee feeling. Anyway, just think through these things, whether you're starting with a coat of paint or other. 